Welcome to Manager Tools. Special cast, succession planning. Here we go. All right, dude. We don't even have a, a, this cast answers these questions. So. No, we don't. So this is different. Yes, very different. In the last 18 years, right? It's been 18 years. It's been 18 years, yeah. We have had show notes for all but four or five of the casts. The first cast, we didn't have show notes for. We just did it off the cuff, solution to a stalled technical career. I still hear from people in the field who talk about it. That was the first cast I listened to, and it grabbed me, and I've been listening for years and years and years ever since. A lot of people start with the Trinity, but that first cast was, well, it was a long time ago. And 18 years has passed, and in addition to putting out, hopefully, what people think is a lot of great content, and we hear that often, they recognize that the present structure of manager tools can't go on forever. And uh, because we're a management firm and people look to us for guidance, and we've been saying for years that we eat our own dog food, which is software development lingo for we use the things we recommend, while we don't teach what we do, because a lot of people do that, we do what we teach. And it seemed to us, we've been talking about this for the last several years, what is the next phase of manager tools? And we have agreed that our mission is every manager effective and every professional productive, right? And we have said many times that that would not happen in our lifetime. And so we had to create a company that would outlast us. And I think we've done that pretty successfully, partner. I think so. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah, you too. And we have not only built a company that's built to last, not meaning to steal the title of that famous book from years ago, but we have also said all along that we'd have to pick successors. And we have. And we've announced it recently. It was in Things I Think I Think. For those of you who are licensees, I'm sure many of you read it. I got hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of emails uh, thanking us and congratulating us for our plan. A lot of people thought that it was just a retirement announcement. I don't know if you got any mails, but I got a bunch of mails about us retiring. And I told all of them, this is not a retirement announcement, although we will be retiring soon, but rather it was a succession planning announcement. And in order to have new people at the top of the firm, we had to step aside. You don't need four in a box. Right. You don't need five in a box. And as long as you and I are still around, the people who are going to take over for us, people will still look to us. I could just see us in a meeting and being quiet, but everybody looking out of the side of their eyes saying, is Mark or Mike going to say something? And for the last several years, you and I have been grooming our replacements. And on 30 June, two weeks ago, we announced internally to the firm what we planned on doing, and we intend to share that with all of our Manager Tools listeners in this cast. There won't be any ads in this cast because we feel like that would be silly because we're talking about MT internal stuff. We rarely do this. I think a couple of years ago, we had a, an anniversary show where we talked yeah, about our history. Done that a couple of um, times. Right. But we Not also know times. that people- <laughs> Yeah, no, no. We also know that people expect us to give guidance. 
And so we try very hard not to talk too much about what we do internally, but at the same time, share those things that are seminal, significant, important to the firm, but also important to the community. So you and I talked earlier this week, and we thought it would be a good time to do this because it is also, this message is also going out in an email to our entire community, but we also know that there's a much larger community that we don't have email addresses for. We wish we did. And if, if we don't have your email address, please come to the website, sign up, create an account. We won't spam you. Uh, hopefully, you know the kind of people we are. We're ethical. We're good people. We care about you. Mike and I have built a company to last, and we often joke that we took a vow of poverty to do it. And we've built all kinds of systems and processes in the company. So our successors will take over a well-run organization and a well-planned organization. Whereas Mike and I, when we started, it was just him and I. In fact, in the beginning, Mike, if you remember, we didn't even have a revenue plan. We, we did knew. Not. We did not. We knew we'd we had an anti-revenue plan, which is we did. You had your consulting company. I had. I had this great job opportunity, and uh, we said no to both of them. No. no. Yeah. Exactly. That was, that was. It turned out well. Yeah. Yeah. We knew we could figure out some way to do revenue. We also knew that the plan of giving away everything we know for free every week was probably not going to pay our bills. And so here we are, 18 years later, with a pretty important announcement. We thought we'd share it with you, and then afterwards, Mike and I will talk a few minutes, and we'll let you get back to work. So here is what you would have heard if you came to our all-hands meeting, which is, I think, the first time in our history that Mike or I called an all-hands meeting on short notice. He and I knew what was coming. Nobody else did. And I said this to our internal community. Welcome all. Mike and I are pleased to announce that we have made the decision to be succeeded by Kate Braun and Sarah Sintis as managing partners of Manager Tools. In honor of their incredible performance and exceptional relationship between Kate and Sarah, you'll note that we describe their roles similar to Mike and I. Mike and I are co-founders. We're equal owners of the firm. And Mike and I trust them so completely that they will both be managing partners, equals. We completely trust them. Because of that trusting relationship that they have built over 10 years working with us, we didn't feel the need to put one person at the top. Now, folks, if you know anything about org structures and having consulted to org structures and succession plans and small and medium and fairly large companies, we knew that that made it a great deal harder for them, but we believe in them. Mike and I benefited from the very beginning, knowing that we had to work hard at our relationship because we too were and are still equals. We turn to each other for guidance. We run ideas across one another. There are times when he makes decisions for his part of the business and I make decisions for mine. But if we ever get the feeling in the back of our throat that it's a big decision, we've talked about it. And it has been one of the greatest professional satisfactions of our lives, and we talk about it quite frequently, that we have led this firm together for nearly 20 years now. So, Mike, thank you, partner, for thank all these you, years. It's been absolutely the greatest job I've ever had in my life. Great fun and a testament to our team that even when the you-know-what hit the fan and two years ago, in March of 2020, a small company 
with no debt and very carefully decided pricing that was easy for virtually anyone to get access to our guidance. Uh, we made it through a terrible business disruption, the pandemic and the lockdowns that ensued and the incredible recession that happened. I also remember, Mike, I'm sure you remember the 2008 recession where some of our staff were worried and we had to reassure them, no, mm -hmm. we're conservatively managed. Everybody, every week in this firm sees every cost and every revenue of the firm. We go over the accounts payable or accounts receivable. We go over our balance sheet. And then we go over the P&L every week and we go over every single spend and every single revenue so that it's all above board. We want to bring to our company people we can trust. And you can only do that if they learn to trust us. And so we share everything. It's quite open kimono here. In fact, Mike, I keep thinking someday we ought to allow a bunch of people in to see one of our ops meetings on Friday when we go over everything to give them some sense of well, how well we run meetings, we're good at that. And also how we run the business side of our company. Now, some folks out there in the larger community, some of you are listening right now, will be surprised by our structure at the top. Two in a box is a phrase meaning two people in the same job is not standard. But I think those of you who think a little bit will figure out that the choice we made is about the two people who are going to succeed us, Sarah and Kate. They're special people. We recruited them for that reason, and they are now ready. Lest you think this is a retirement announcement, though that's part of this, this is absolutely about the continuation of the company. And our retirement is only predicated on their ascension the roles of managing partners. Now, let's talk a little bit about timing. At the very latest, all of the changes, and there are many of them, a lot of them that are internal, will have been implemented no later than two years from a couple of weeks ago, and that happens to be Wednesday, 26 June, 2024. And when the transition occurs, whenever it does, Mike and I will jointly retire become board members, and provide something between minimal and reasonable <laughs> uh, fiduciary oversight. But we will not be involved in day-to-day -day operations at all. And the reason why is because nobody oversaw us. And we think the only way to be fair to our successors, if you think of CEOs who leave companies but stick around and are on the board and still get involved in day-to-day -day operations, there's nobody at the top of firms who likes that. No new CEO, no new managing partner wants to think that everybody's looking to the old person to make a decision or countermand a decision or in any way get involved. If somebody can get to the top, then they ought to be able to be at the top. Yeah. And the two people who are now going to be at the top, you don't get people that good and that smart yeah. and that hardworking tell them that they're running the company and then not let them run the company. Exactly. That, yeah. They, you won't retain people that way. Yeah. And that would be, that would give the lie to who we are and what we do. And the fact that we recommend specific things for others, all of you who are listening, uh, we stand by all of our guidance. Uh, we've said for years that it's timeless and not timely. 
And there's not a single podcast that we don't stand behind 18 years later, and it will continue to be so for the next foreseeable future, at least 20 years. Now, I mentioned no later than. Both Mike and I believe that the transition will happen much sooner than two years from now. And in fact, when I called Mike from Austin to talk about this during a business operations meeting I was having with Kate and Sarah, um, Mike said, we might be able to get it done in a year. And we have since learned that it might happen even faster than that. To be clear, we chose the 26 June 2024 date intentionally because that is the firm's 20th anniversary. It's the 20th anniversary of the dropping of our first, first show, which I mentioned earlier, Solution to a Stalled Technical Career. At that point, Mike and I would have been running the firm for 20 years. Kate and Sarah will be roughly the same age as Mike and me when we started Manager Tools in 2005. And frankly, we believe in leaders lasting a long time at a firm. So we hope they run it successfully for 20 years on their own, have as much fun as we have, and bring in even more wonderful community members to hear their voices and to follow their guidance and to tell their friends, I listen to this great podcast. It's called Manager Tools, and there's Career Tools, and there's Executive Tools. And we want them to achieve even more success. Both Mike and I are smart enough to know that we had two jobs for the last 20 years. One is run the company successfully, make it a viable concern so that you could count on us every week and all of our travels all around the world, public and client conferences and all of our digital products. And the second thing we had to do was pick our successors so you could rely on us for another 20 years. Now, I mentioned it may happen sooner than that. Again, that means we're not going to stick to that 20th anniversary date out of some sentimentality. It has a nice feel to it, we admit, but we will be assessing progress of the transition, which we are already in and have already made internal org chart realignments. We had two this morning, I think, in our operations mm -hmm, call. Yeah. We're recording this on a Friday. We will pay attention to how things are going and we will over communicate to you about it as well when those things that we're doing internally might have an effect on who you see or hear and so on. If it does happen sooner, and we, again, we expect it will, uh, Mike and I will retire when it does happen. We will not wait for two more years. So if you're wondering how fast this is going to happen, like I said, we've already had, I think we've had three org chart changes and there are more coming. And frankly, it's simple. Organizations have to stay alive and alive means change. And I don't think people realize how much organizations are changing all the time. They look up and they see that things are pretty much the same, but they don't realize that Organic change happens in small bits and pieces all over the organization. And if you look at an organization, say, two years from, say, today, if you wait and then look at two years, you'll see lots of changes. But day to day, those changes aren't really obvious. Now, when we made this announcement, Mike and I decided that we would say a few words to our internal team about Kate and Sarah. And we thought we'd do that for you to reassure you that we have made an outstanding set of picks. Sarah has been with us a little bit longer, so I'll start with her. I can tell you folks that when I interviewed her, and if you know anything about us, it's not easy to get hired here. We're not afraid to interview for 20 or 30 
or 40 hours if we have to. I think I interviewed one of my assistants for over 50 hours over the course of several weeks. I knew when I interviewed Sarah in Chicago, actually, that she was going to make a significant difference for us. I had a sense then that she would be in the succession mix because of her forcefulness and so on, and her energy, her commitment, her absolutely tireless travel, including the difficult travel back and forth from Canada to the U.S. because Sarah lives in Canada. Her ideas, her ownership of public conferences, which has been her job for the last several years, especially during COVID, which caused us to have to upend a lot of what we did in order to stay in business. And we did, obviously. All those things show Mike and me that she's a leader. And as I said to our team, she can't wait to push us. And I admit that's probably mostly me because <laughs> I'm her boss uh, out of the way, frankly. And to tell you the truth, folks, as we've seen that start to happen, that's a good thing. They want not power, but opportunity to make a difference. And, and they will. They are, yeah, and they will. There's no question. Oh, there's no question they'll outshine yeah. us. Folks, if you're wondering, how is your life going to be different five years or th even three years from now because of this change? It will be better. <laughs> yes. It yeah. will be better. <laughs> yeah. At least what, th that which we can impact. Right. As for Kate, when I interviewed her, the last thing I said to her was, you do realize that if you screw up enough, I'll fire you, right? And she said yes so fast because that's exactly what you wanted, a chance to succeed, which if you have chance to succeed and there's risk, you have a chance to fail as well. Uh, it showed me that she absolutely had the right attitude for coming to work here. She leads our largest piece of business, the client business. She has built relationships with clients even better than I did when I started doing this 30 years ago when I owned my own company. And she is tough as nails, smart as hell. And as we mentioned before, Kate and Sarah have a fantastic relationship. I want to give everybody one small example of how Kate and Sarah have convinced Mike and me about how good they are. And it happened just recently. The three of us, Kate and Sarah and I, have been meeting almost monthly since January at our first Manager Tools all-hands meeting out here in Pebble Beach, California. And um, we've been talking about strategy and operations and the future and their roles. And frankly, when it comes to strategy and operations, the real trick is how to do both at the same time. I and mean, that's not easy to do. But the specifics of their future and their roles precisely had not been defined in any way. We weren't working toward that. We were working to create leaders, and then we were going to figure out what that actually looked like. Finally, about three weeks ago in Austin, we had a moment, the three of us, where it seemed to me right to say, okay, let's talk about the future manager tools org chart, at least at the leadership level, based on the fact that Mike and I have to retire at some point to turn the firm over to new leadership for 20 more years. Now, you might assume, for those of you who know me a little bit, that I would have gotten up to a whiteboard. We were on a balcony at the Driscoll Hotel in Austin, Texas, and we had a big whiteboard there, four feet by eight feet or something like that. And what would typically happen is I would get up to the board and I'd draw some boxes. Again, I've consulted to succession plans before. I would show them kind of how I was thinking about it. Of course, they know what I've done and they've answered plenty of questions about succession planning and org chart development and so on. And you would assume that I would 
probably take the lead in that because it's an important decision for Mike and I, who's going to take over. And frankly, when I've done it before, the rubber really meets the road in these situations when boxes and lines of a proto-org chart start getting drawn, written down on paper. And frankly, it can turn out badly if the wrong someone writes their name in what is almost always known as the box, which is the one box at the top of the chart. And if the wrong person writes it down and everyone knows they're wrong, you start realizing that people are going to start fighting for that top job if they're interested. And usually if they're in the meeting, they are. So meetings like that can be pretty delicate. But I felt we had come far enough that we could have a conversation. And I decided that I'll see how it goes. But if I needed to step in and start drawing and talking and explaining what I was thinking, I could do that. But that's not what happened. We had just finished six hours of reviewing every person in the company, strengths and weaknesses, their future, what we liked, what they, what they might be good at two, three, five years from now, to sort of have an on-ramp to the future or a new road built into the future. And so the assumption might have been, among the three of us, is that I would keep writing. But at that moment, Kate stood up and said, all right, which is fine with me because I was tired of writing at the board for six hours. And at that moment, Sarah opened up her notebook, consulted the notes that she and Kate had previously prepared, knowing this conversation was going to happen. And over the next 45 minutes said, basically, Mark, here's the org chart we want. And I just stood and watched. And those of you who know me know that I'm not terribly not good likely at to do that. that. <laughs> no. But... The question is not whether I led it or somebody else led it. The question is, did we arrive at the right answer? And their logic and their rationale was so solid and their relationship was so clear to me in this very delicate time that I knew what they had come up with was right. And in fact, that's when I called Mike and he agreed to the structure and a structure that challenges them, but they were willing to accept that challenge. So Mike and I realized that it's that kind of foresight and preparation and teamwork that means that soon, in less than a year, Sarah Sintas and Kate Braun will become managing partners of Manager Tools. And Mike and I couldn't be prouder that two people of this caliber have stuck with us for the last 10 years and are excited about leading the organization, taking over from us. Uh, succeeding us in shoes that some people would say can't be filled, but Mike and I both know we want them filled and filled quickly, and we want them to outstrip us. We want them to outperform us because the second thing we have to do after providing a successful company, creating and running a successful company, is picking the successors to allow it to continue. Because until our mission's done, we intend to keep working. Now, there are economic concerns there. We have to have a viable organization. And as I said, Mike and I have been very conservative to allow the company to continue. And uh, we could not be prouder that Kate and Sarah will be taking over as managing partners sometime within the next year. Yeah. I can't think of two better people to take over the role of leading this organization 
And it's not only for me, not only about being proud, it's I wouldn't be happy with this if I didn't believe that the two people leading the organization weren't going to produce something better, weren't going to provide more value, more tools, the things that our audience wants. And that's, yeah. to me, that's that's the ultimate, which is you can walk away knowing that the company and our community is going to be better as a result of these changes. Yeah. And I can tell you one thing. I won't reveal what they've already told me, but they've already kidded me about things they're going to change. And of course, one of the things we teach people is when you take over a new role, don't change everything too fast because you may alienate the people who carry your water and that's not good. But they were very clear about what they disagreed with that we were doing and what they were going to change. And they get to do that when they're running the firm. We don't want the next CEO or the next managing partner or partners to do the same thing we've done. Right. That's not what the plan is. The plan is to have new leadership with different ideas, better ideas, more future vision ideas, because they want to be able to see 20 years. And Mike and I will be 80 in 20 years. And that's too old to be running a company this dynamic and this important for a, an audience that's millions of podcast listeners at its very base. So, partner, it's been a pretty good 18 years. It's been a good Ma- 18 maybe years. We'll make, maybe they'll let us make it to 19, but I doubt it. Uh, yeah, those two. <laughs> that's yeah. true. They're going to be doing, doing that. And frankly, once you announce the succession plan, then everybody knows what's going to happen. And everybody is itching to make the move. Yeah. I, right now, I, I, it's sad to say I didn't clear this with you before talking about it, but at some level, we're just simply in their way right now. We're in the way. There's no question. There's, I can feel it when I talk to them. In fact, Kate and Sarah and I were talking the other day, and Kate said, it's a little frustrating, this regime we're in. And I've always associated regime with like failed countries, <laughs> failed third, third world countries, or a kleptocracy or something like that. And, uh, and frankly, hopefully, folks, you know, based on the kind of company we run, the kind of guidance we give, our focus on ethics and humanity and care for your fellow man and woman that we're not going to stick around because it's the right thing to do. You don't need us anymore. There are better voices, newer voices, stronger voices than we have, and it doesn't do any good for us to stay around. Now, Mike and I have talked about this. This is the greatest job either one of us has ever had. Some of that is running the company and seeing its success and seeing how many people we touched. But a lot of it is the success we've had changing management. As Mike said many years ago, Mark, I want you to change management and I want to help you. And we've had a great relationship. We've known each other for 40 years and we've been working together for 20 of those. And we're ready for someone else to do it. We don't love the idea of retirement. Mike and I have talked about it. We're wondering, what will we do? Now, there's plenty of stuff for us to do, and we'll still keep our email addresses, but we won't be making any operational decisions, and don't ask us to, because we'll direct you to somebody who can do that, because we won't have that authority anymore. But even if we don't like retirement as much as we do running the company, this is the right thing to do. And we have preached that ever since the beginning, do the right thing. As the West Point a cadet prayer says, make us to choose the harder right instead of the easier wrong 
and never be content with a half truth when the whole can be one. And that's what we're doing. We're doing the right thing. We're turning it over to newer and better leaders, and we intend to watch from the sidelines and cheer them on and make sure they have the resources they need and the oversight so that they feel like they have someone to turn to if they need to and capital so they can grow. And Mike and I will be more pleased at their success than we would have been pleased with ours. So if you get a chance, reach out to Kate and or Sarah and wish them well. And don't focus on our retirement because that's inevitable, but focus on the new leadership. They will be leading this community in our name, but really for you. And we think they're better to do it in the next 20 years than we are. Yeah. I'm just going through my head. I'm thinking about a couple individuals, more than a couple, but there are folks out there in the audience that are pretty vocal about what they want or what they would like us to do differently. And hey, here you go. Here's your chance. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Email Kate and Sarah. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Right. Yes. And for those of you who think we're going to be lying on the beach somewhere earning 20%, think again. Mike and I have other plans, although some of it includes more time with our families. And we will be involved, though not actively operationally involved. We will be enjoying watching the organization grow and the community grow because we believe the mission that we have is an ethical one and a powerful one. We don't want any manager ever to not be able to turn to somebody and ask for guidance. And there are a lot of managers who can't afford to spend even a dime all over the world. And that's why the podcast will always be free. Indeed. Partner, thank you. We might not do another one of these. Well, thank you. This has been a a great ride. And it's not over yet, folks. We're not gone tomorrow. But uh, probably probably sooner than, um, probably sooner than two years, that's for sure. So. Thank you, my friend. It's been thank you, partner. It's been awesome. I look forward to uh, just so you know, Mark and I are saying goodbye to each other. We have all sorts of ideas, believe me. So, yep, we'll stay busy. Busy is productive. Productive is good. An unproductive human is a potential not realized. And I have always liked the phrase that you don't stop learning when you get old. You get old when you stop learning. And Mike and I talk all the time. We still feel twenty-five. We know we're not. But we look forward to learning and going in new directions while still being engaged with the firm we created. Awesome. Thanks, my friend. Thanks for, geez, the most wonderful ride one yeah. could ever ask for. It's and thank great. you all who are listening for supporting us and allowing us to have this wonderful ride because, folks, it doesn't get any better than this. I've got to tell you. Yeah. Our relationship with you is one of the most precious things I've ever experienced in my life. The connection we have, those of you who are licensees through Things I Think I Think, and the emails we get about the careers you think we helped, when in fact we didn't help. You did it yourself, credit always goes to one of the ring. It's a special thing and it'll be a part of my life forever. No doubt. Okay. All right, my friend, talk later. So long, everyone. Thank you.